my guts were twisting. I, I'm, I'm sure I was like breathing heavily. Never having experienced one in, in any other setting, I, I would say it was like, it was, it probably was a panic attack. Today on Coming of Age, we talk to Stephen Lutz. I was probably about 44. Eight or nine, I would say. When I turned 18 years old. 18. I was 25. I was 19 years old. Yeah, and I went, I am an adult. From the Humphrey School of Public Affairs in Minneapolis, Minnesota, I'm Simon Cecil, and this is Coming of Age, the podcast where students, staff, and faculty tell us stories about the moments when they knew that they were growing up. Today on our program, we get to hear from Stephen Lutz. Can you start out by telling us your name and how you're connected to the Humphrey? Uh, my name is Stephen Lutz. I am a first-year Master's of Public Policy uh, student. I am also doing the joint Master's in Social Work. Like a lot of college seniors, Stephen didn't necessarily know what he wanted to do after graduation. But he came from a family of educators. So when he heard about Teach for America, that sounded like a great idea. I applied, was accepted, and when you're accepted, they just kind of say, all right, you're accepted. If you take it, you're going to Kansas City, Missouri. So um, I said, yeah, I'll go to Kansas City, Missouri. So Stephen accepted a position with Teach for America as an early childhood educator and began a really busy summer. I graduated the beginning of May. Two weeks later, got married, uh, went on my honeymoon, uh, came back, packed all our stuff into the back of a well, into a U-Haul trailer, pulled it down the back of my little four-cylinder, tiny little SUV. However, when Stephen got to Kansas, he found there had been some changes. I get down there and was told, yeah, you know, there were some major funding cuts by the state. There's no open early childhood education spots. I was like, okay. They're like, yeah, we'll probably look, put you for elementary. I was like, great, you know, I can, I can handle this. They're still sweet. They're still fun. They think their teacher's the awesomest thing ever, even if you don't know what's going on. So Stephen left for six weeks of training with Teach for America to be an elementary school teacher. But when he came back to Kansas City, he was told the organization wasn't able to find any spots in elementary school classrooms. And whatever classroom spots they could find, he'd be sent to interview for. Since there weren't any spots immediately available, he began working as a substitute teacher. And then one morning, he got a call. One day I was heading to, the, to teach like the substitute teaching. I got a call saying, you need to go to... Urban Community Leadership Academy for an interview at 10 o'clock. And this is probably like 8 o'clock in the morning. So I'm like, all right, here we go. So I turn the car around, go home, you know, try to pull some stuff together. They told me, yeah, it's in a middle school. It's an English position. Went, went through the interview. It went well. Ended up getting hired. So I was hired to teach 7th and 9th grade English. The school was located in a historically black neighborhood in Kansas City. While the neighborhood had a vibrant history, by the time Stephen came to teach at Urban Community Leadership Academy, both the neighborhood and the school had seen better days. Uh, school was in this very vibrant jazz district. You hear about Kansas City jazz, like this is where it was happening two blocks from the school. So it was in this awesome part of town, um, which had, you know, had, had been run down. It was a three-story building. I was on the third floor, not a very pretty building. There was no drinking fountain except for the first floor. My ceiling would leak fairly often in the boys' bathrooms. They had taken the doors off the stalls. It's not a conducive learning environment in a lot of ways. Stephen had been trained to work as an elementary school teacher, and he hadn't taken an English class since he was a freshman in college. And suddenly, here he was, teaching hundreds of 7th, 8th, and ninth graders a day English. And about two weeks into teaching, 
Stephen had the moment that he says made him feel like a grown-up. My seventh graders were in the room, and uh, I was standing at the front of the room, and, and it was the last period of the day. They'd already gone through seven cl- or six classes as their seventh class. They're rearing and ready to go home, I think. There was kids just talking when I'm talking. There's kids kind of up and moving and playing and pulling each other's, taking each other's pencils. Uh, to be honest, things weren't going that great, and I thought, well, it's on me. Like, there is no one else coming. The cavalry is not coming to my defense. It is me, 22-some-odd raging hormonal seventh graders, and we need to learn English here. That, I would say, is the the day that I went, all right, I am an adult. Here we go. (laughs) But it wasn't just being on his own in the classroom that made the position feel so grown up. For the first time in his life, Stephen wasn't just responsible for himself. And while he might have been at the very beginning of his job, he felt a really, really serious sense of responsibility for the kids he was teaching. If I choose not to prepare and not to work as a teacher, I suffer the consequences for that 50-minute period where the kids are in there and it's wild. But those kids suffer the rest of their lives for not having learned what they needed to learn. That's really why I felt like I'm an adult. I have real responsibility right now, not just to myself, but to these kids and I mean, if you want to keep blowing it out, like future generations. Stephen was in over his head. Being a first-year middle school teacher would have been hard enough. But Stephen was also a first-year middle school teacher who had only six weeks of teacher training, and none of that training was to teach middle school. Stephen knew there was a gap between his teaching abilities and what was necessary to do right by his kids. And the gravity of his work, combined with his lack of experience, weighed on him. I have never really had anxiety or or major anxious feelings and not often but it wasn't uncommon for me to wake up in the middle of the night and not be able to fall back asleep just having things weigh on me from teaching in a way I had never experienced and thankfully haven't experienced since. When Stephen describes what those sleepless nights were like he isn't just talking about a bit of insomnia. Physically my guts were twisting I'm, I'm sure I was like breathing heavily. Never having experienced one in, in any other setting, I, I would say it was like, it was, it was probably was a panic attack. Especially when I was teaching ninth grade, you're dealing with credits and you're dealing with kids being able to graduate high school. The, the seventh graders were tougher, but the ninth graders were heavier. I don't know if I ever woke up fretting and worrying and anxious about my seventh graders. It was my ninth graders. Of course, Stephen didn't stay a newly minted teacher forever. By the end of his two-year commitment, he wasn't just an experienced teacher, he was one of the most experienced teachers in his school. And he says that with that experience came a change in how he felt in front of the class. At the end of that two years, how did that weight sit with you, having had the opportunity to spend a little bit more time in front of the classroom? It was not as heavy. Uh, It was still there. I had gotten better. The cumulative weight of I'm responsible and this is going not well at all. It was lifted to a, I'm responsible, I'm, I'm doing it. Steven's a long way from Kansas City now. And he's no longer a brand new teacher in over his head or even a veteran teacher holding his own. He's back to being a student. I asked him to reflect on what that experience means to him now. It shaped who I am and what I want to do. Looking back at that, I, as hard as it was, I wouldn't trade it because I wouldn't have learned in the, way, in the way I did, doing anything else. 
That's our show for today. From the Humphrey School of Public Affairs, I'm Simon Cecil. Join us next week for another story about coming of age.